Welcome everybody. Um, as you may know, my name is Julia Day and I'm a senior lecturer in the School of Law and also the head of communications and engagement within the school. Now, we've got some very exciting initiatives happening um, in the school at the moment. And one of those is what's termed as the Law in the Bush podcast series. Now, today joining me is Lisa Ward, and Patrick Graham, who are law academics in the School of Law, and they're the movers and shakers in terms of this podcast series. So they're going to tell us a little bit more about this series now. So I'll start with the first question for you, Lisa. If you can tell us a little bit about the Law in the Bush podcast series. Thank you, Julia. As you mentioned, I am a law academic at UNE's School of Law and I've had a career in media and a few people thought that a podcast would be a great way to let people know what we do at the law school and how our research can help and how it can affect things and we've got a few different centres um, which we wanted to highlight and share that research with people so we've got the we call it the Ag Law Centre, but it's the Australian Centre for Agriculture and Law. And we've got some very experienced researchers there who do really amazing stuff. Professor Paul Martin and Dr. Uh, Andrew Lawson. And they look at law and the law around institutions and how that affects rural communities. And they develop policies and strategies to improve rural sustainability and social justice. And I guess I should say that our research has a focus on triple R law. And what we mean by that is regional, rural and remote areas. So we're looking at the law and institutions and how they affect people that live in those regions and how to make it better because that's what most academics want to do. They want to improve the world and we do it through looking at law and we've also got the first people's uh, rights and law center and that's uh, we've got associate guy charlton and marcel burns there and they're looking at indigenous law and rights in australia and the asia pacific and one of the things that uh, guy charlton looks at is use of fructuary rights and that's very hard to say without it sounding like a swear word I'm just trying to <laughs> use use of fructuary rights now that is the so traditional legal rights to hunting and fishing for example and so we're looking at that in australia and across the asia pacific and i think they've also done stuff in taiwan because of course there's first peoples in almost every country in the world. We have also about to launch and we have had a seminar on the International Journal of Regional, Rural and Remote Law and Policy. And they're focused on cutting edge research on food and new food. That's a particularly interesting one. So we're thinking- I love all the insects as food. It's fascinating. Yes, insects as food for humans and insects as feed for uh, cattle, you know, stock feed. And it's, it's common in many countries. However, the regulations around it 
are not standardised across the globe and in some countries there's no regulations. And we're also looking at corporate law governance and many people in rural areas know that farms are run by corporations. And so we've got Professor Michael Adams, the head of the law school, who's also a professor of law in corporate governance, who delves into that and Mia Rahim, who's looking at it in terms of corporate governance for very large transnational corporations. So there's just a huge variety of things that affect people living in RRR communities. It truly sounds fascinating, Lisa, and I'm sure um, everybody will join in with me in the feeling of excitement um, about this initiative. And I should also uh, mention, Lisa, that we are incredibly lucky that you are one of the, sort of the movers and shakers behind this because you do also have expertise in the area of media and journalism. So I just wanted to you know, let everybody know how lucky we are to have you on board with this initiative. Thank you, Julia. More than a pleasure, Lisa. So we're also joined by Dr. Dr. Patrick Graham, who is uh, also a legal academic in the School of Law. And Patrick is going to tell us a little bit now, well, hopefully, a little bit about the sort of stories and content that we can expect from the podcast series. Now, Lisa has already given us um, a bit of a heads up in terms of that, but have you got anything that you would like to add in that regard, Patrick? Uh, yeah, Julia, so the podcast's uh, conversations were very much focused on the work that uh, uni law school uh, researchers do on the, as Lisa has talked about, the regional, rural and remote legal and uh, policy issues. So that includes the work um, of our academic staff and our very talented PhD students as well. And I know from my time recently as uh, acting coordinator on higher degree research students that we have so many brilliant PhD researchers working on uh, regional, rural and remote regulation and policy. So the fact of the matter is that our staff and research students are publishing work in top ranking journals. And the purpose of our podcast, its conversations, its content is tact as a way that we can bring that work more directly to our community, whether that be policymakers, the legal profession, our own students, and the general public uh, should have an interest as well in many of these issues. So the key, as, as Lisa has mentioned already, to the law school's uh, research success is cutting-edge work that can be applied to real-world problems and offer solutions to policy issues that are affecting uh, people and uh, the overall areas, regional, rural and remote related. So most of the issues that we are looking at and going to talk about are unique to people living in those areas or at least are very different to the challenges, uh, many of the challenges uh, faced by people in the city. So conversations and content that Lisa and I will be um, having with colleagues, they cover an incredibly diverse range of topics from um, our strengths in governance of natural resources to first peoples and social justice, agricultural technology, food regulation, uh, environmental protection and sustainability, um, the role of gender and the law in uh, regional, rural and remote areas and biodiversity. And there are lots more as well. So just to give you a quick example, uh, my first conversation in the podcast series, which will be out in a few weeks, was with our colleague, uh, Marcel Burns. And I talked to Marcel um, or rather, she talked to me about her work on the legal recognition of First Peoples' rights and on Indigenous um, knowledges and cultural competency in legal education. So on the former, there's been a lot in the news recently on 
the interaction between and, and tensions between the management of natural resources by so private companies and government on one hand, and the tensions, as I say, that arise with in respect of cultural heritage and the connection to land of Australia's indigenous people. And as we know, that's been a very unhappy state of affairs and relations recently, not least um, the high profile and, and shocking incident around uh, Rio Tinto's destruct, destruction of the caves and sacred sites at uh, Duke and Gorge in the Pilbara last year. So Marcel talked to me um, about the tensions um, that emerged between, well, let's say those acts being, as far as we know, legal under Western Australian and, and Commonwealth law, but obviously that desecration being in a, a gross injustice to the traditional owners of, of the land in that region and, and beyond. So that was a great conversation to have, and I certainly learned a lot um, talking to Marcel about those areas, and um, that's something that we're really looking forward to, just learning about uh, the areas that our colleagues and our PhD researchers at UNE Law are, are, are working in. So those are the sort of conversations that we'll be having and the issues that we'll be uh, addressing as well. Look, it just sounds fascinating, Patrick, and I think it really will resonate, all of the content will resonate with a very wide audience. It's not just our rural and regional and remote brothers and sisters and communities who are impacted um, in terms of these issues, but it's also, you know, relevant to, to pretty much everyone around the world, which um, I, I personally, I, I can't wait um, to, to hear about it. I think it's also going to be amazing for our students as well to be able to get a real grasp of the sorts of things that we do outside the core law units. So that being said, Lisa, can you tell us a little bit about when these new episodes, when the episodes are going to be available and when it'll be starting from? Thank you, Julia. And uh, you did make a point of mentioning our students. And of course, many people talk about the units that they teach and this research feeds into it. So we're teaching our students about this cutting edge research too. Mm -hmm. um, the podcast is going to be available on all good podcast platforms, Spotify, iTunes, I can't remember the name of all of them. And it's going to be released fortnightly and starting from this Thursday. And I'd just like to say a little thank you to all the people who've worked on the podcast series because there's so many people behind the scenes to make it happen. I mean, you can see here today, there's Patrick and I. I'll, I'll be doing most of the presenting and Patrick will be doing occasional presenting and there'll be other people who do occasional presenting. But there's so many other people behind the scenes to make what you're listening to um, a success. So we've got all the legal academics who give generously of their time to share with you their legal research and plans to make the world a better place. We've got Connor Ward Kenway recording the audio call sign. He did a theatre degree at UNE and he's a professional actor. Uh, we've got Trish Donald, a UNE learning designer, doing the graphics. We've got Michael Partridge and Alex van der Plaat at UNE doing the editing. And in the law school, we've got Joel, Sue and Anna Lawler pulling all the pieces Amazing. together on our website. So it's a really big team effort to share UNE's research with you. And we look forward to hearing from you. And thank you so much for speaking with me today, Julia. Well, thank you both um, Patrick and Lisa for your amazing work. Um, we're incredibly lucky to have you 
on board and doing this really life-changing exercise and work for us. So thank you again. And thank you to everybody um, for listening to us today. And I'm sure you'll be as excited as I am um, to listen to the first podcast. Thank you. Thanks, Julia. I really enjoyed Thank it. You, Julia.